students nowadays just need to see some sort of connection to their lives. And there's no better way to connect them than with current pop culture and current media. You're listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. It's a little bit of social work, a little bit of science, and a little bit of passion. The most valuable resource is also their time. It just can't be wasted on fluff. But we have to be able to continuously poll our students and just give them voice. We have to pick texts that are totally going to push their thinking. If you've never seen the 1986 film, Ruthless People, run it today because we could all use some laughs right now. And when I recently watched it with my two teenagers, my son literally and for real fell off the couch laughing. I mention it here because there's this great scene where the character of Ken, who's played by Judge Reinhold, is vehemently lecturing his wife, Sandy, played by Helen Slater about how in order to pull off this kidnapping revenge scheme that they've hatched against Danny DeVito's character, they've got to become ruthless. They need to be cold-blooded and heartless and completely without mercy, except that they're actually nothing like that. And the entire time he's delivering that diatribe, he's ever so gently scooping up a spider off of the kitchen floor onto a page of the newspaper and safely depositing it outside the back door. It's a brilliant example of dramatic irony, which is something I always struggle to explain to my secondary English students. I mean, reading a definition of irony is just so many words on a page. To understand irony, we all need to experience that moment of, oh, right, I see what they're doing there. Yeah, now I get it. Students need engaging and culturally relevant examples to which they can attach definitions, concepts, and ideas. Academic research supports the use of popular media in the classroom and its positive impact on student engagement and learning. The problem is it takes a really, really, really long time to find and curate clips for specific ideas and content and concepts. And sometimes you find just the right thing And then it has profanity or violence or nudity. And then you need a lot more time and special software and expertise to edit that out. Today, we are hearing from two teachers about a resource that solves all of those challenges and many more. And it's a resource that would have saved me a second lifetime if I'd known about it 20 years ago, except that it didn't exist then. But it does now. And you are going to want to hear all about it. To start out, this is Eric Sigmund a teacher at Clunan Middle School in Stamford, Connecticut. I've transformed the math lab class into a financial literacy class. I tried to create, I'm creating a class that really is valuable to students that not only connects them to math, but also reading as well. And I try to give them a class that they actually, not that they don't enjoy the other ones, but one that they can really sink their teeth in and be like, wow, I get this and I can apply this to my life and I could do it right now and, and be independent. I mean, that, that's the ultimate goal of any learning is so that kids can be independent. And what better way to teach them independence than through financial literacy? Amen. I think that's so great. 
today you came to talk about <laughs> Class Hook, which yes. is a resource that is kind of cross content. You could almost be using it in any class, no matter what you're teaching, and you're using it for personal finance and financial literacy right now. So talk about, for our listeners who don't even know what ClassHook is, describe it for us. So ClassHook is is a video library that takes current TV shows and movies and kind of gives you snippets depending on the the concept that you need to teach. So for example, I might teach something about credit cards. So I just recently taught that two units ago, and it gave me a snippet of an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. And it was just a funny skit of of Raymond not knowing how to pay bills and his friends trying to teach him. And Raymond's just the usual buffoon that he is trying to understand the importance of balancing a checkbook and, and credit cards and paying your bills on time. Speaking of everybody loves Raymond, doesn't Eric sound just like Ray Romano? Is it just me? Do me a favor, huh? I've been paying the bills for the last couple of weeks. I got this from the electric company. Take a look at that. They're turning off your service. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. I mean, I paid all this stuff six weeks ago. Can I ask you something? Why are you handling the checkbook? Did Deborah leave you? Uh, Deborah, she's made such a big deal about paying the bill, so I'm just I'm trying to show that it doesn't have to be that complicated. Well, no electricity is less complicated. And it was a good lesson to say, listen, these things are applicable in everyday life. It's in our current culture. It's in our TV. It's in our movies. And the kids really connect with it. You hear it too, right? You just have to be mindful of what you're showing and you want to preview it as with anything before you show any of it because it has to be appropriate for the, for the population that you're showing it to the students. So is there a level of safety with Class Hook because they have previewed it and they've made it safe or they put alerts on anything that has profanity or what kind of information do they provide around that? They do have profanity, but you have to be mindful that profanity to one person is not profanity to another. Yeah. <laughs> so there are some things there. Sometimes I watch them like, what's the profanity here? You got to understand, I'm from New York. So (laughs) what's profane to me might not be profane to you. Yeah. And that would be true no matter what resource you were using. So did you use a lot of popular media prior to finding Classhook? No, I don't remember how I stumbled on Classhook. I always taught through application whenever I taught math, but I was never ever really dealing with like truly relevant media. What I would do is I would bring in relevant concepts. For example, before being an admin, I taught in a in a STEM school. Mm-hmm. And the school that I taught in was biomedical engineering and zoological sciences. So everything had to be theme-based. So when I taught math, I had to teach concepts through that theme. Okay. So when I taught things like exponential growth and exponential decay, I would talk about populations and extinction and when does a when does a species become threatened? When does it become endangered? When does it become extinct? Now we can talk about it with a pandemic. When does a virus become a pandemic, an epidemic, or just a threat, Mm -hmm. right? Like all these concepts are applicable. And it's just, students nowadays just need to see some sort of connection to their lives. And there's no better way to connect them than with current pop culture and current media. And that's where I find Class Hook is really a great marriage of. Yeah. What is one of your favorite examples of being able to tie a lesson together or, you know, get kids' attention or, I mean, what was one of your favorite applications of ClassHook? 
it's just so easy to use. I just have so many. There was one that I wanted to use, but I didn't because it was Bill Cosby. But he had a great, great skit where he's talking to his son and he's trying to teach him about budgeting and they take monopoly money. And he just says, okay, you're going to have a job. Here's $900. You know, what are you going to do with it? He's like, oh, you're going to have rent. Take this out. And then he goes through all the things that he'd have to kind of, you know, have an expense for. Yeah. And it just was, it was just like a real moment. And you find those real moments in great TV. And if you can bring those real moments to life in a classroom, it makes my job so much easier. Now, what kind of salary do you expect uh, for a regular person? Mm, $250 a week. $250 a week? Yeah. Sit down. I'm, I'm going to give you $300 a week. Yes, indeed. $300 a week. $1,200 a month, all right? Great, I'll take it. Yes, you will. And I will take $350 for taxes. Whoa. Huh? Yeah, now, now uh, because, see, the government comes for the regular people first. Sean Villers, fifth grade teacher at Yale Elementary in Oklahoma, and his wife teaches third grade just down the hall from him, is also a big fan of Class Hook. And he agreed that this tool has made his job easier as well. Yeah, I would use GoNoodle and I would use YouTube, but it was really hard to use YouTube because you don't know if they're clean, you don't know how long they are, they all have ads. And so when I found Classhook, it was it made it a lot easier than using YouTube. Sean also had a favorite recent story to share. So I did this unit on division. I really wanted to get the kids excited about division. Fifth graders do not like division. It's like one of the worst things to teach them just because we have to do it for a month and they have to know it like the back of their hand. And I wanted to get them excited about it. So I showed them that the Abbott and Costello video on it. And it's like a two minute video on everything. It's about division, but he does it wrong. Right. And so when the kids are watching it, they're pointing out the things that he's doing wrong in the video. And they're like, Hey, that's not what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what you're supposed to do. You know? And I did this before division just to kind of see what they knew and what they didn't know and how in depth I was going to have to go with it. But that, that was a good moment for it. Cause it, I'm guessing like it makes them feel really smart because they're watching this video of somebody who doesn't know what they do know. Right. Right. Yeah. They're watching it and they're like, Hey, that's not what you're supposed to do. Now, wait, you claim the sun goes into 28, 13 times? That's right. Show me. Seven into two? Seven will go into two. Certainly not. So I got to take the two from there and put it down here. Right over there. Put it down there. Yeah, I'm going to use that after a while. That's, that's a cute little two. Yeah. Now, seven to eight? Once. Once. Now, I'm going to carry the seven from here and put it under the eight. Seven from eight? One. One. A minute ago, I didn't use that little two. What are you going to do? I got to use that two now. I'm going to take it from there. And I gotta put it right there. Uh, now, 7 to 21? Three times. That's correct. 7 to 28, 13. Oh, no, 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 nothing of the kind. What kind of figures are these? How often would you say you use it, use that resource? And do uh, you use it in all different content areas? Yeah, I use it. I teach science and math, so I use it in science and math. And for math, I use it probably once or twice a week. And for science, I almost use it every day because science is in the afternoon and we get back from recess. And when they get in the class, they're really rambunctious and they're loud. And, you know, I tell them, hey, sit down, let's watch a quick movie. And then they even tell a summary of what the video is. And so I'll play that. And 
you know, it really hooks them in and it gets them ready for the lesson. Did it take you a while to become a proficient user or did you just find the site and you just started using it right away? I just started using it right away. So I, I, for every lesson that I teach, I just type in the search bar, credit, credit score, savings accounts. And I just put it right into what I call my wink sheet, which mm-hmm. is what I need to know. It's kind of like my, my lesson document for the kids that has all the resources they need, all the lesson plans and their homework just on one document. Were you able to use it during remote or hybrid teaching? Absolutely. You did? Absolutely. Because, you know, being somewhat tech savvy, Mm -hmm. I just give them the URL and they watch it. Or I share it over a Google Meet or a Zoom. And another great feature, they have discussion questions with every clip. Yes. So helpful. And vocabulary, have you used the vocabulary feature? I have not because I, I haven't looked at it. So I don't know if it's applicable to what we do. Side note here, I've talked to a lot of teachers who have set up their free account at Classhook, created their own library of clips, and used them regularly without even realizing that Classhook has a premium version that is ridiculously and easily affordable from your classroom budget. $9 a month. And it offers a bunch more features. It allows you increased search options, the ability to browse clips by standards, roster with Google Classroom, facilitate classroom discussions. And there's even a vocabulary feature. So worth it. But I cannot tell you the number of hours that it would have saved me because this didn't exist when I was in the classroom. I've been out of the classroom for five years now. And it didn't exist when I started. I mean, my my hiatus, this is the first time I'm really back in the classroom. And if I would have had this when I was teaching math, kids probably would have loved it even more. They would have loved it. And I would have had a, a an, an additional lifetime to spend that I used like looking for just the right clip. And and then I didn't have any way of, of bleeping out the profanity or like covering up nudity or anything like that, which they do provide all that. I think. That's amazing. Another important side note, I talked to Classhook founder Alexander Deeb. And although the Classhook team actively sources clips that don't contain inappropriate scenes and language, the sad truth is that those are becoming increasingly harder to find. The premium membership allows you to filter out search results containing profanity, and it also allows you to automatically skip past any profanity and other objectionable content in a clip. Additionally, say you already have some favorite clips that you like to use, you can add those to your Classhook library to keep them organized. And the Classhook team is currently building a feature that will allow you to edit those added clips for objectionable content as well. So stay tuned for the launch of that great feature. And while I'm here, a quick story. I used to teach 12th grade British literature and I loved to teach The Merchant of Venice. The 2004 version with Al Pacino as Shylock is by far superior to all others, but It has nudity in some of the pivotal scenes, and I literally had to stand next to the screen and block the body parts with my hand or a piece of paper. And I'm just going to say that we've come a long way technologically. I would have paid double for that premium membership, and I would have paid it gladly. And while I'm on the topic of The Merchant of Venice, I really want to emphasize the popular media is not just edutainment. 
And while it does do a great job of grabbing attention, keeping kids engaged and making ideas and concepts concrete, it does so much more than that. Performances by gifted artists connect to our emotions and shape our thinking and our beliefs. Shylock's soliloquy from The Merchant of Venice or the courtroom scene from Just Mercy or Meryl Streep's rallying speech in Suffragette. These all set the stage for difficult conversations around inequity, race, discrimination, and the impression of marginalized people groups. The characters' voices in these movies educate us while simultaneously giving voice to our own outcry in response to the inequities and injustices around us. We feel outrage on their behalf and on a level that can't be sparked just by words on a page. And then we're compelled to respond. And this is where learning meets life. We are fighting for a time in which every little girl born into the world will have an equal chance with her brothers. Never underestimate the power we women have to define our own destinies. We do not want to be lawbreakers. We want to be lawmakers. Can I get an amen to that and a big shout out to Madam Vice President Kamala Harris standing strong on the shoulders of the suffragettes about whom our daughters and sons might know nothing without fabulous movies like Suffragette. How has this enhanced student achievement? I think where you can draw the distinction is that it's enhanced student engagement. Mm-hmm. And I always, whenever I was an observer as, as an administrator, I always say there's a fine line between engagement and compliance. And I think a program like Class Hook raises the bar in engagement, where we can have conversations and, and discussions about relevant content that they connect with. Mm-hmm. I could find shows that they watch most of the time or that they know of, that they enjoy, that they find humor in. Because a lot of the clips that I try to find, I try to bring the humor piece mm-hmm. and try to lighten the mood. Because unfortunately, sometimes education is just a very, it can be at times a very dry subject. Yeah. And bringing humor and personality and engagement just changes the whole landscape of a classroom. It's definitely worth a look at. It's definitely worth spending some time and just typing in a topic that you're studying or a topic that you're teaching. Even if it's as simple as like ratio and proportions, see what comes up, see what you get. You might be very surprised and happily surprised in what you get. Just give it a chance. I I strongly recommend it. Yeah. And you get to set up your, you get to set up kind of like a library or a dashboard, right? So anything that you've used, it stays there. So you have it collected for the next time you need it. And another great thing is that it, it categorizes it by age level. So they have elementary, middle, high school, and then college. So good. So it's almost like a reading level, but more like an audience level. I guess the next best thing would be Google, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, but I mean, I had Google and I still spent hours and hours and hours. And because and, and you have to scroll through, right? Yeah. It doesn't give you the clip. It gives you like the movie or you yeah. still have to find the, the, the just right clip. And yeah, no, I haven't seen anything like it. I, I think it's genius. We agree. We love Class Hook, in case you didn't notice. And you can, of course, find it at edcuration.com, where you can connect with them to set up an account and subscribe to a premium version 
for all the added and well worth it features, you can also connect with them through the episode notes. Visit their website to access additional resources like discussion starters, lesson ideas, research documents and white papers, and professional learning resources. This has been the Ed Curation Podcast, where we partner with educators everywhere to reshape learning. Thanks for being here, and we hope you'll tune in again next week.